therootwave.com. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you for returning back to the Perspective Series on therootwave.com. In this episode, I have Rafa from Radiant Reality. Please say hello to the audience and let us know where we can find you. Wow, um, thank you so much. Uh, so you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also find me at my website, which is radiantreality.com, spelled R-E-Y, uh, kind of like the Spanish uh version of that uh thank you so much for having me i'm really really chuffed to be here uh super super grateful um i can't wait to get into it yeah um i i, I realized that because you and i have spoken previously i called you rafa what is your how should we address you please yeah most people call me <laughs> believe it or not especially when they get to know me well most people just call me raf okay. uh, you know, I, if i get called Raphael, i know i'm usually either in trouble or it's serious <laughs> Got it. okay so let's get started right um first of all i want to thank you and i want to tell the audience how much you've meant to me in my life just because i ran um into your page i want to say about maybe 14 15 16 months ago um, and I watch you religiously. You're like, I only have like four people that I watch and you're my top four. So I don't miss a, you know, a week. Um, so if you wouldn't mind just explaining to the audience a little bit about possibly what astrology is, because that's what yeah. a lot of what you do. Um, numerology also. And yeah. then uh, the tarot cards. If we could just start right there, because I do have follow-up questions about that, please. No, absolutely. Okay, so obviously I am uh, a reader. That's what I do. Um, thank you so much for as well for your kind words. That really means a lot to me. Um, it's crazy as well <laughs> when people say that stuff to me. So astrology is an understanding of the correlation between the movements of the planets out there in the universe and how those vibrations and energies affect us here on Earth. Right. So that's just a, a really simplistic way of putting it. It's so much deeper than that, as you can imagine, so much more intricate as well. Um, and a lot of people say, you know, I'm not into astrology or I don't believe in that stuff. Uh, the moon controls 70 percent. Well, the moon controls all of the, the water on the planet. Right. 70 percent of your body is made of water. There is no possible way that there is not some sort of interaction taking place there. Uh, especially like if you speak to police officers, people that work in ER rooms, uh, they'll all tell you around the time of the full moon, emotions are heightened. People tend to bleed a lot more. Surgery is definitely not uh, advised around the full moon. Uh, so just to give you a little rundown, um, I know guys as well that used to work on the door of like pubs and bars and clubs and stuff. And they used to look out for the full moon because they know that around that time, people tend to get a bit sketchy. So numerology then is the study of the vibrations of numbers and how they interact with us in our lives. So a lot of numerology is based on your birth date. So that would equate to what's kind of your destiny number or your life path number. That kind of fans out into other directions, kind of like your direction number, which so to take it back, actually, with astrology, a lot of people know their sun sign. Right. So their star sign or their sun sign, as most people know it. And while that kind of gives you a good understanding of personality traits, it doesn't necessarily overall give you much of a background. So if your sun sign was your like goal or your big mission in life, the thing that you came here, you know, that your soul came to achieve, your ascendant sign would be how you got there. How, you know, the path that you take, the steps that you're likely to take throughout your lifetime in order to achieve that big goal mission. Uh, and then your moon sign, this is even for guys, you know, this is the you behind closed doors, the you that only your mom, only your girlfriend or your boyfriend knows about you, right? Th those habits, those comforts, what you reach for when nobody's looking, <laughs> all of that sort of stuff is, is found in your moon sign. So uh, numerology is the same. Your life path number would be the equivalent of your sun sign. Your direction number is then the equivalent of your ascendant sign. How are you going to achieve that? So uh, as a really quick example, somebody with, say, uh, a sun sign Taurus 
will want stability and material security in the physical world. But if they've got, say, I don't know, um, a Leo Ascendant, that's very likely to come through uh, creativity, working with other people, possibly working with children, uh, you know, all of those kinds of things. So you kind of get those nuances and those layers of it. Same with the direction number. It will tell you what your path is going to be. Uh, and then you get things like your personal year number. That's going to tell you the energy of the year. So recently, I'm sure you saw it, uh, the beginning of 2020, I put out a video on the numerology of this year itself. So there was a bit of a debate, actually, in the spiritual community. Some people were like, no, it's a 22, it's a 22 year. And I was like, mm, no, sorry, I don't buy into that because it's not a true 22 year. Like, as an example, 1984 was a true 22 year because you combine those numbers it gives you 22 this year is a four this year is ruled by saturn restrictions limitations uh, heavy energy big thing that i said to people in that video this year you're going to need your sense of humor because it's going to be heavy and it's going to be hard ta-da 2020's like hey hold my beer <laughs> you know let, let me put this out there um so we're kind of seeing that now uh, now with the numerology you will get other things part of this as well so your name each letter in the alphabet has a different vibration because it has a different corresponding number and those totals start to give you a lot of layers of information about who you are where you're going and how this kind of really not necessarily shapes your life it's the energy you're born into and when you can understand that you can then shape your own life in the way that is really unique to who you are and expresses all of your, your gifts, your talents, which is what you're here for, right? So the tarot, um, <laughs> I have been reading for years. I actually started with playing cards and uh, that's called cartomancy for most people that know it. Um, and I graduated from there about 16 17 it was kind of like the introductory and then when i found the tarot cards it was a bit more of a a sticking point in the family because growing up my whole family were catholic or christian so it's like oh my god he's reading tarot what are we gonna do it's bad it's bad um so that was interesting but <laughs> i just kind of followed it and went with it and then about probably at the age of 22 23 i had my own personal spiritual awakening if you want to call it very heavy period in my life uh, and then about six years ago i took all of this pro and said if you're going to do it you do it properly get in and do it right that's awesome so a yeah. little bit of a <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um just to follow up on on what you just mentioned why do you feel that astrology and all of that why do you feel that it works like what do you feel is the background behind all of this if you Ooh, were to give your educated guess. I love it. Uh, I love it. No, it's a brilliant question. So all of these things that I've talked about, they're oracular in nature. Human beings from the dawn of time have been interested in, oh, that bird flew by. And at that same moment, this event took place. Right. That star in the sky was at a certain place the same time last year. And this event happened. They watch the moon, you know, when it's full. Oh, wow. Okay. Something's happening with the women down here as well. And we all seem to be a bit more, right? You see all of those things. And when you start to observe the natural world, it gives you a hint, right? Because it's all an extension of universal energy. So it gives you a hint of the things that are shaping up for you. Now, because we have these big questions as human beings, what is life? Why am I here? What am I here for? You know, why do the things that happen down here on Earth happen? These are big, big questions that we've been asking, you know, since, since. <laughs> Let's just leave it at since. And so these things tend to uh, give us an understanding of what might be taking place. They give us an understanding of the karma that we might have been born into. Uh, they give us an understanding of the energy that we're surrounded by environment animal mineral vegetable it gives you an idea of how all of this stuff interacts with you and what it really taps you into if you really follow this stuff you'll understand that the chicken and the egg were both here to start with right it's not fate versus free will it's fate and free will 
So the way I say this to people usually is imagine your life is like a sat nav path, right? On your life path, you're going to pass, uh, I don't know where you are in the world, but say, right, you're going to pass certain monuments. And those are like the big events in your life that your soul signed up for. So to get married, to have children, to have your heart broken, to, I don't know, stub your toe, <laughs> you know, all of it, the large and the small. And those fated events, the things that are supposed to happen to you, that's your karma. That's your soul's part of your soul's mission of evolution. You need specific experiences so that you can get to a certain level of existence and a certain vibration of that universal energy. So these things kind of tie in to say, right, okay, what was the karma that you were born with? And how do you work with that? You'll never escape it, but you can work with it. And, you know, being open to that idea that, okay, my fate is those big things that I signed up for. And I've got to tell you, dude, I rallied against that one for the longest time. Yep. I was like, there's no fucking way, man. I would never sign up for that. Who does that? Upon reflection, really looking at my life path and really starting to understand why some of these plain, hurtful, fucking awful moments happened and the enlightenment and the wisdom uh, that they gave me and more any more than anything, the empathy that they taught me to have for other people. Good example, when you look at your parents when you're young, right? You're like, oh, you're so bad at this. Like, you know, it's, it's all of this. And then as you get to like 34, 35, you look back and you think, shit, life is hard, man. And it's hard for me on my ones. Now I've got to give you props and respect because having another little life attached to mine that I have to watch out for, that's hard. You know, it, it really teaches you this stuff. So again, sorry, big side sidetrack, but to go back to this, your fate is the big things that happen to you. Sometimes very hurtful, sometimes very painful, but ultimately driving you towards something greater. Your free will, how you get to that event, what you do in response to that event and where you go after that event is completely you. That's all yours. So these two things, they work sort of in tandem. So your astrology, your numerology, your tarot, they're all pointers of how you can work with and navigate all of the stuff that you were born with into and ultimately how to shape it into what you choose to. Yeah, no, that makes 100% sense. And I agree with you on all of it. The one thing that I'm going to just play devil's advocate on is okay. free will. Okay, because I agree wholeheartedly that we are meant to have a path. So if there is a path, it is free will too loose of a word because um, it's it's more of like a goosebumps book where you could pick a trail, but we're gonna end up in the kind of the same place, you know. But <laughs> but you know, is it that? Because then, I, to me, that's not really free will because at some point you're gonna get to that point. Now, the other question that I'm gonna add with that one is, can can we not get to that point? Meaning like, if free will's free will, it means I could just be like, no, I'm gonna sit here and cross my hands and just not do it. Um, is that also part of it? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah. All right. So um, the first thing I want to open up with is another question. And I think you'll know this one well because of where it comes from. What's really going to bake your noodle later is would you still have broken it if I hadn't said anything? Mm, right. right. All right. The Oracle from The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, and it really was that whole film, as you know, right? You could unpick that for days. <laughs> but to, to keep it short and succinct. Um, yes. Ultimately, uh, and I say this to everybody, as your tarot reader, your numerologer, your astrologer, your intuitive, psychic, whatever you want to call yourself, mystic, all you ever see are potentials of what is likely to be, you know, and when people message me and email me and they're like, you know what, this happened exactly as you said it would, I'm still just as much in awe as they are. Because I've seen that take place and it's come out exactly the way that, you, you know. I've kind of said that it would. Now, the interesting thing for me is, as what I do, one of the things I call myself is a timeline rider, because that's what you do. You just ride the timelines. And there are, as you, you know, there are many different futures that can unfold. Now, 
when you come back to it and you ask that bigger question, well, if you were always going to end up at that point, let's take it back even further then. Before you incarnated, your sun sign, ultimate goal and mission. You signed up for that, for the life that you live, to have the experiences that you need so that your soul could go to whatever next level it believes it needs to be at to be whatever it wants or needs to be. So your free will doesn't start when you're born here on earth. Your soul already signed up for that, right? So, and I think this is the thing, sometimes we limit that scope and it's so easily done when you've got bills to pay, real world things that need to be looked after on a daily level. You know, my mum's sick or, you know, Nan's not doing so well or we need money. We've got, you know, it's so easy to bring it down to just the here and now when really this here and now is like this. And if you were to zone that out, your soul's like out there <laughs> somewhere, right? And says, okay, I'm going to ask you this as a personal question. When you look at your family and the people that you were born to and the experiences that you've had, do you really think that anybody else would have been able to walk the path that you had? Would they have been able to really carry and transcend those lessons? Right, so I understand that question because I full-heartedly feel that I wouldn't be the man I am with the life that I had, right? Um, that's number one. The, the pickle that I'm in is I work in a service industry where I help people, okay? I help them either get their life together, uh, mostly in business also, um, and also in creativity. And I just feel like a lot of times I feel like I tell them, listen, we all have a purpose, but then I have people in my life who, you know, let's, let's be honest, like let's say my parents who are older and they're not going to be here longer. They never accomplished what I feel like was their purpose, even though they do have a purpose in my life. So mm -hmm. how do I, and you're kind of in that same business, right, where you're helping people. So how do you distinguish that? Because I feel like everyone deserves like a happy ending story in some sense you know even if it's a tragic happy ending but there's a purpose mm -hmm. that we got there so it's weird because i'm like damn my dad didn't do shit with his life you know what i'm saying so but if he wasn't the guy he was i wouldn't be the guy i am you know and the lessons that mm -hmm. i had to learn from that so it's just like a double-edged sword for me it being looking yeah. at it from there yeah brilliant really really brilliant okay so again let's unpack that right? When you go back to the experience that he's given you, it sucked, right? Let's be honest. It uh -huh. didn't help. It, it was painful. It was hurtful. Now, you had one of two choices. Your free will kicks in at that point where you say, right, I'm either going to give somebody else this experience because I can't transcend it. So I'm going to perpetuate the cycle. or I'm going to go off in a completely different direction. And I'm not just going to do this for my, for my kids. If I have any, I'm going to do this for everybody. What's your purpose? Let's discover it. Right. Um, it's, a, it's a really good and a really big question. So here's the thing. You signed up for a specific set of experiences. Now, imagine in your soul group, you're sitting around before this lifetime comes up and you're like, well, guys, you know, this is what I've signed up for. This is what I need to get to my next level. And they're all sitting there like, well, I don't want to be the one to hurt you like that. I don't want to be. And someone says, you know what? All right. This is what you need. I'll give you that. So imagine, and it doesn't make it any easier in the here and now. Trust me when I tell you, I know, right? Sometimes, especially when you're just figuring some of this stuff out at the time, it's just downright fucking awful. And no matter how much somebody tries to explain it, you're like, nah, that sucks. <laughs> you weren't there. You didn't do your job, basically. You, you, you know, it, it's, it's really hard to get out of that. But when you look at it from a different angle and reframe it, his soul must have loved you enough to say, you know what, I will come to earth with you and I will give you that experience that I got goosebumps. Oh my that. God, me too. <laughs> I'll give you that experience that you need to get to your next level. So while here it doesn't make sense, you know, as we fall to the planet and forget all of that stuff that's wonderful and amazing up there. Uh, that's one part of it in the here and now to find some comfort from it. I'll be really honest with you. I've read for people that I know, you know, that their heart bleeds just to find a partner that they can be in love with. And I know that they're never going to find that person. 
how do I reframe that then and say to them, look, you know what, you might not ever find that epic love, but you will find love on your path. And we can look at what that might look like for you. It's the same with your purpose. And I think this idea of purpose is beautiful because it's giving us all something to strive for, right, which is amazing. But if purpose looks like a house on cribs and, you know, lots of money and numbers in the bank and all of that, that's not purpose. That's what you've been fed by the mainstream to, to want and need. For some people, I can't remember her name. Um, you know the, the oriental lady? She lives in like the, the sticks and she builds like homes out of trees. And it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And when, when they talk to her and say like, you know, what do you think of your life compared to modern life? She's like, I'm happy. This is, you know, I'm, this, I'm good. I'm living how I want to. So when it comes to purpose, I always say to people, and especially in our line of work, it's really important for us to give it back to them. I'll help you figure out what it might look like what your astrology your numerology your tarot says you can do but what you do do and what you do choose your purpose to be only you can ever really answer that are you going to be happy doing that for the biggest chunk of your life are you happy to do that you know while taking 45 hours a week out of your kids lives out of your wife your husband whatever's life if the trade-off is enough and you can say yeah you know what that's right then that's your purpose. And one of the things that I really try to drill home to people is the things that you love to do, the things that switch you on and excite you. Even if you think, how am I going to make a job out of that? That's linked to your purpose. You love it for a reason because your soul is happy doing it. That is the hint. That's the tip. That's the universe saying, uh-huh, you got it. <laughs> right? got the ribbon, now just tug it. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I'm, I just have one more question for you, and then I want to get into some of the stuff that you said you had because I'm super excited that you did that. Um, so I run into people all the time, and I, you know, I speak very astrology, even though I'm still nowhere near you, right? But I do, <laughs> I do, um, I do actually use it sometimes. I don't even tell you know the client. I just if I know their birthday, I'm kind of like, oh, I get an idea what they're like, um, just to kind of help them push them in the right way, you know, because everyone has their own way. Um, what I wanna, what I wanna ask is when I run into some of these people, they'll ask me like, hey, what is that about? And um, for them, it'll be about just a little piece of something in the newspaper, <laughs> right? Like a zodiac horoscope or whatever, but. Um, how do you how do you explain that to those type of people? Like what astrology is? Obviously, we're not going into a whole realm of it because they're not going to understand that. But how do you simplify that for that that type of person? Okay, um, really simple. If if they're even a little bit interested in asking the question, you can kind of guess that they're a little bit open to discussions about energy. And I would simply say it's kind of like the energy that's going to best get you to where you'd like to be and what you're already working with. Um, I think if you like you said, if you open it up too much, some people just kind of glaze over and they're like, I don't know what the f this person's talking about. Um, but really, um, and it's great. I love that you do that because it means that you're really helping people on a, on a deeper level. And if you can always get their sun, moon and ascendant, those three, right? Just the amount of information you can pull from a person's chart about them just from those three parts is insane. Um, and really looking at their moon as well. If they're going to make big sort of moves, big changes to certain things, check out where the moon is at. Um, because that's going to be the day to day stuff, you know, like on the, on a, a real level and how they're going to be feeling it. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I appreciate that. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you wouldn't mind just getting into anything that you wrote down that way we can start that because that'd be awesome yeah all right so if you have any questions or you want to chuck in at any point please, please feel free um, just stop me because I have a tendency to yeah. waffle <laughs> <laughs> um, oh what, what, right. what is it all right to ask you your moon because I know what your your I know what your sun and rising is but do you yeah. do you dive more to the moon of course I do. <laughs> and, and the thing is with um, with the moon, 
I'm I'm really attached to it. I was born at a full moon. Oh, wow. So, and same, um, my moon is in Cancer. Mm. So cool. it's kind of in its home and it's full. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very, in many ways, actually very lunar. Um, and a lot of people, because I'm an Aquarian sun, so <laughs> a moon in Cancer is very weird for, for as a mix, right? Um but if anything, I'm truly grateful for that because it's allowed it. It's allowed me to have a, a deep sense of empathy, to take that sort of because Aquarius can be quite detached. We're very humanitarian. We love people, but we can be quite sort of like. Mm. My mom was is an Aquarius, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so you know, you absolutely know. So that moon in Cancer tempers that and says, right, okay, well, let's not be standoff. How can we feel for people as well? and let them feel, you know, cared for and supported. Uh, and to add to that, it's what gives me my intuition. I truly believe mm. that. That's where my intuitive um, faculties and capabilities come from. Do you, um, when you find out somebody's, like, signs, do you automatically treat them differently or feel like a little <laughs> Not judgmental, but, like, do you start, like, getting analytical because Ooh. you know what it is now? Mm, that's a really good question. I think if I'm completely honest with you, no. One thing that I do tend to do, though, is even when I'm just doing a tarot reading, I will ask the person some sign. And the reason being is because it gives me an idea of what they're already working with. Um, but no, beyond that, I don't. I mean, I have to be really honest. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're getting into it, um, for the longest time, I found, and it's because it's square to Taurus, um, I found Taurians the hardest people to get on with. Like when I looked back throughout my entire life path, all the people I'd really fallen out with were all Taurus. And I was like, okay, you know, there's a, a lot to this. And Is then that a sign to soon... actually stay away from? Because I have the same issue with Pisces. Is that a mm -hmm. sign for me to stay away from Pisces? Or is that something that I'm supposed to like complete a hurdle? Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's square to your own sign. So what that's going to give you, if, if you have a square taking place between your sign and their sign, it's how do you work with that energy? How can you pull what they're good at into you? And how can you impart what you're good at without clashing? Is All right. It? It's an opportunity for you to learn from it uh, rather than, you know, do this, <laughs> which is what I did a lot. And then when Uranus, my ruling planet as an Aquarius, moved into Taurus, the video count, the view count on the Taurus videos just shot through the roof. And I was like, ah, because we understand each other now. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a mutual reception. It, it really blew my mind because I was like, okay, now I get it. Mm, that makes sense. All right, let's start. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Thank you. Um, so... What I wanted to talk about is how the modern day mystics and intuitives are shaping the current days, right? And I personally feel very honored and very humbled because I believe in a spiritual sense, at least, and a social sense as well, I guess. Um, I'm on the front line of history. You know, we've got this super modern age where, you know, everything is just new, new, new. And then there's a whole bunch of people, millennials, <laughs> that, are all, <laughs> that are all coming up now and saying, well, you know what, the way mum and dad and granddad and Mima, uh, you know, all did it was, was great, but it's missing something. And what is that? And we live in an age where information is, it's so much of it and so vast that we're just lost in it and we're bored by it. Um, and that's really, in a way, a shame because, you know, when we talk about our elder generations, they didn't have that. And I think that's the thing that we lost. They used to deepen away. You would have to read countless books to find certain things out, whereas now you can just Google it. You know, you don't really have to search for anything. And what we've lost for that is wisdom and knowledge versus information. And so on the other side of it, we have uh, a whole bunch of, you know, people that are coming up now that are saying, right, well, I'm dissatisfied with the information. And more importantly, I'm dissatisfied with the answers that that information is giving me. I want to know about my path. I want to know about who I really am, what I'm here for, what is my purpose. 
you know and that's it's so beautiful to see so many people waking up to asking that question and i think in a way even if they're at odds with it sometimes and they don't understand it our elders are looking at us like yeah you know what right on we would have done it if we could but there was no option or scope for it but you get to do that so if you're going to carry that torch you fucking carry it proper well, I'm going to beat your ass with the slipper that I used to. <laughs> right. I mean, excuse my language, but yeah, my, we're from a hardened generation, right? So what that actually looks like is people seeking mystics, psychics, intuitives, going to people that, you know, are, are considered a bit sort of on the fringe, even still. I mean, it's we've got the whole new age movement now, so it's a lot more open. It's a lot wider and broader. Um, but you have people really seeking the bigger questions. And the reason being is a lot of them truly do want to make an impact. You know, they really do want to leave a mark on the world that actually says, uh, you know, Beyonce, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, that actually says, you know what, what I did while I was here mattered. And it always does. You know, everybody that we come into contact with is teaching us something. It's taking us ever closer to that sun sign goal mission. Um, and one of the other things as well is this idea of, because we're talking a lot about the awakening right now, you know, this great awakening, the age of Aquarius, which is actually a relatively new idea. This idea of a certain age wasn't really um a thing it's it's quite a, a new sort of uh, idea especially when you look at the the newer age new new age circles it's more tied to that um what it stands for is wonderful um and i think the reason we're kind of in a way shaping that is because we're giving it back to people and saying well you know i can show you what you've got and how to work with it but the choice is all you and suddenly people awaken to this idea that, wow, I have a choice for my life. I have a choice in what this world looks like once I've left my mark on it. And that's really beautiful because inherently, you know, I remember for years they peddled that idea of it's in our nature to destroy ourselves. What a pile of bollocks. Right. <laughs> and, and I believed it once upon a time. So, <laughs> but now it's like, you know, there's no way based on what I know now because we're all deeply creative and when you wake up to that knowledge that we are all mini creators and that we love to create uh, that we like joy that we like fun that we're drawn to the things that make us smile and happy that kind of tells you that we're not just destroyers right we're so much more than that and i think here how we're shaping this as and i love what you do right you're helping people find their purpose you're helping people work on their business and you're doing it in a subtle way behind the scenes with stuff that's really going to help them like my hat off to you man <laughs> thank you i appreciate that yeah I'm, I'm still trying to build that but i think it's so important you know and I, I am still in that phase where i'm constantly trying to find out people's signs so at least i can know how to deal with this person because but but lately it's also like i'll deal with someone a client and i'm like this guy's a Capricorn. I know it. And then I'll find out and I'm like, I knew it. But the whole time yeah. I've already kind of just my instinct said that's so why I'll formulate what I'm working with that person on based on what I think, you know, they might be. So, yeah, that's cool. Which is brilliant. And that uh, adaptable chameleonic sort of energy, that's a really good thing to have because and it's the same with people with age, right? How you speak to your grandma it's not going to be the way you speak to your friends and vice versa, because, you know, your nan would just slip up. <laughs> that slip was coming out again. Um, and it's the same with signs. You know, how you speak to a Pisces and you work with them is not. And then to, to a Capricorn, if you tried to approach either one in that same way, you'd get nothing. So it's really good to be able to, to do that and to be that adaptable. Um and I think, yeah, a lot of people are turning back to this kind of stuff, this kind of energy, and because they want to know about themselves, they really want to be uh, illumined to what it is that they're actually here for, and ultimately how they can carry that forward. 
Because when you are your best self, like, you know, this whole thing, yeah, I'm living my best life. Okay, well, what does that actually mean? Because when you really are your best self, everything around you elevates with you because you shine on everything around you because you truly are your best self. So I see coaches, heads of companies, bankers, people that work in IT, and to have them come to me, it's like, I'm like humbled because I'm like, damn, you know, and look at this amazing person that is seeking to know about themselves and more about the spiritual world so that they can make the material plane a reflection of all that is. On the front line of history, man, yeah. I'm humbled, humbled. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time being in this place of like, I wish I was born like 20 years earlier or maybe 20 years later, but I'm talking about like the last 10 years, right? And then... In the last 18, no, two and a half years since I started all of this for myself, I'm just, I feel the same way. I'm like, we're in, in history. Like, the people are going to talk about this time for a very long time. Um, and we're the here. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're here and we're in the middle of it. Now it's like, holy shit. Like, and that's another thing, like knowing my purpose and reading my chart and getting advice, you start to realize like, holy shit, I knew what my path was this whole time. And now I've gotten even more confirmation on it. And now it's not even confirmation anymore. It's just kind of like, all right, take a chill pill. You got to go with the flow until we get there. But you got to put in the work. And that's amazing. It's just amazing. But at the same time, it's like I'm in a t part of history that if I even put a little bit of help on, like, I'll be part of that. And that's kind of where I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say to you on that front as well, when you look out into the world, and you see things that you've implemented, that is a true reflection of what you've done for the world. And you think, so in that way, you could touch literally all of the lives in the world, or certainly ones that have access to seeing the people that you're assisting, and you'll be able to see that reverbed back at you, right? How far it goes, those ripples, we're never really sure. But to see it, just a glimpse of it is mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I want to speak about, um, first of all, let me talk about, I the other day I saw your June Leo video, because I'm a Leo. Mm -hmm. That's um, so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Leo, um, saw the June video, blew my mind. I was like sobbing because I was like, holy shit, this is, it was so 100% accurate. And usually when I watch your stuff or any of the people that I watch, I take it with a grain of salt because it's a general reading, so... You know, we got to, but it was one of those where it was like, like, but, but it was funny because you dropped that video when you and I were speaking. So for me, it was like, well, you and I have been speaking to set this up. So maybe that's why, you know, it was so accurate. Um, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, um, but then at the same time, you had mentioned to go watch the, um, the, is it the Uranus and Taurus videos? Yes. yes. The ones that you did two years ago in 2018 funny thing is i became a fan of yours like a month or two after you had released that so i never got to see that wow. i go back to two years and i check mine out and it's identical to everything that you're saying right so like year one year two year three i think right now we're in year three going on four you know it was like holy crap right it's crazy so for the reason i bring that up for our astrological fans here because i know i have some that are going to be watching this what do we have to look out for that's coming out soon that's like very imperative for people like us to kind of Ooh. look out for? Okay, so the big one, 5th of June, we've got that lunar eclipse that's taking place in the sign of Sagittarius. It's the first one that's going to kick off this whole uh, lunar, lunar nodal shift, which has taken place. So they've moved out of Capricorn and Cancer. They're now in Sagittarius and Gemini. That's going to be now for probably about the next let's say 18 months uh, 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 give or take right um it's a different energy so uh, and it's usually about an 18 and a half to 19 year cycle so if you're old enough what was happening around 19 years ago in your life and if you were at the time say you know really young like under 10 look at try to remember what was happening with your parents what was happening in your environment what was happening around you that will give you a good idea um if you are literally like 19 <laughs> this is your time and you're thinking okay speak to your parents or the caregivers that you had at that time and ask them what was happening in your life how was this affecting you uh, and the reason being so 
We've got the south node is currently in Sagittarius. We've got the north node in Gemini, right? So the north node is what we're pursuing and heading towards. And how this, I think, is going to open up, the online course business is already booming, right? With the north node in Gemini, it's just going to expand even more. If you're a content creator, if you are in any line of business like you are, ooh, and you are Leo as well. You're about to hit it. It's going to be amazing, right? You've got this real, sorry. <laughs> You've got this real chance now to, to expand, right? In a really big way. What it's going to require from you, though, and from everybody, what is Gemini? New skills. Look into your local area, small groups. That's where you're going to find it. Don't, you know, this whole idea of the, you know, the big guru and coach that's, you know, caking it and Lamborghinis and all of that's done. It's done, right? When you see the nodal shift come out of Capricorn uh, and Cancer, all of that stuff is not going to provide what people are looking for anymore. So that south node in Sagittarius, the idea of big gurus, uh, big structures like churches, etc. That's all going to shift over the next 18 months. It's all coming down. And people are going to favor more of this idea that in your local community, if you come together in your small groups, that's where you're going to find it. And you know what's really interesting about this? I literally just yesterday, I finished um, me and some friends. We set up a WhatsApp group. For 28 days, we did a manifestation challenge, right? So every night at 8.30, we got on and I literally took them through a visualization. I went into it myself and we just sat with the energy. On day one, it was great. It was really nice. It was calming. It was soothing. By the time we got to like the second week, they were like, I saw this for you. I could see this opening. Like it was just insane. The stuff, And some of it has already come to pass. We've, you know, we've actually lived experiences that we've seen happen. Um, find your groups, your smaller groups, develop your skills. If you've ever had an idea to write a book, if you've ever had an idea of writing a blog, and I'm talking to everybody right now, this is your time. Right? This is your time to, to really get your stuff out there. But what's the caveat? It's Gemini, right? So deal with the facts because you're going to get caught out. Anything that is out of integrity, you will probably get caught out. And I mean, lots of people postulate, you know, the, the duality to Gemini, and they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But no, I, I think you will, especially because the South Node in Sag is kind of, it's drawing us away from anything that is too big or too good to be true. Do you know what I mean? It's releasing that. So that's one big trend and theme. Uranus is going to continue in Taurus. Uh, we've still got a good four. Four, yeah, four years of that left. Um, oh man, <laughs> he is really, and you know, a lot of people say don't personify the planets, but I find it really hard not to. Um, so yeah, I, I call him a he, and I think he really is just gearing up. There's going to be a lot, I think, uh, we're going to see a lot of shifts in terms of environment, so we do have. I'm sorry to say, but I do think we're going to have some natural disasters in the next four years that are very similar to events that we've seen previously that were very shocking and horrific. Um, I think probably about three, I think there's about three to come in the next four years. Uh, that's as many as I can kind of feel that kind of poke me intuitively. Uh, big one, I mean, we're going to have Jupiter and Saturn come into Aquarius at the end of the year, right? Your thoughts. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited for this because what 2020 is and the the error that it's given us and will continue to give us. I'm sorry to say until the end of the year. Um, and I did say this in a few of my videos previously. You might remember we will probably be revisiting lockdown at some point this year. I don't think it will be as long or as intense and i think it will be between september and december if we have it it will just be like a shorter burst it won't be anything like we've had sort of now um but yeah that in december when saturn and jupiter come together in aquarius i think we're gonna really start to see um this new wave of people caring for people of people really valuing true knowledge 
much more than you know than anything that they can see or spend. Um, I just yeah, I'm really excited for that one in particular. And then I think five or excuse me, five or six years from now, when Pluto enters Aquarius, that if if you wanted to call an uh, the age of Aquarius to really happen, I think that's when it will happen. That's when it's really, really going to happen. That's when you'll see Pluto, that little underworld lord, kind of say, right, I'm all about power. I'm in the sign of the people. This is where the power belongs. Because when we decide together, when we unite together, everybody wins. Because, we, you know, at base level, we all understand that that's what we want for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, yeah, those are probably the big things that I'd like to... <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that we would actually repeat another lockdown? Um, or would it manifest itself in a different way? Because I feel like sometimes when I I don't know too much astrology, I'm still a novice, but when I look at certain things and I'm like, oh, that means this might happen again, and then it happens like in a different way. Do you feel like that? Yeah. If I'm honest, just from all of the stuff that I've done so far, in personal readings, in the uh, weekly. Oh, by the way, uh, stay tuned for the 5th of June. I've got a big project coming um, that I've worked really hard on. So I, I truly hope you love it. And also, uh, do you know your life path number? Yes, I'm at eight. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Stay tuned for the 5th. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Um, yeah, if I'm honest, I think by the time we get to the end of August, we're probably going to be hearing those words. I don't know whether, it, like I said, if we are revisiting lockdown, it will be shorter, much shorter lived um, and a lot less intense. But I don't know, there just there seems to be a portion at the end of this year where I'm like, mm, I don't know, there's some sort of obscurity there that just doesn't seem to, and it really is obscure. I think that's the perfect word for it because when I tried to to penetrate into it, I just, it's it's like, okay, and I'm like, okay, I got it. It's not time yet. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I feel like something is coming and I'm not sure what it is. It doesn't feel like a nerve wracking, but it still does a little bit. So it's like, I hope that means that it's gonna be all right I'm i think it's like anything when you don't know it's the not knowing that frightens you isn't it because you hype it up in your mind like and then when you, it's like the shadow and the noise and you're like oh my gosh and you get around the corner it's like a chihuahua <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well i'm i'm out of questions but um i i really appreciate your time um it's just i'm never gonna forget this conversation it's it's awesome yeah, it's crazy because um, you're like so far away from me, but yet you've made such a, you know, important role in my life in the last like two years. Um, so I really appreciate that. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like the same way because it's funny because now that I'm doing this work and I put out content and stuff, you know, I'm getting people from like Sweden reaching out to me and stuff in California. I'm in New York. So, you know, they're in California and I'm like, oh, all right, cool. You know, or I check my website, people visiting me from Ireland and I'm like. Oh, that's awesome. So I really understand that and I and I hope to get to your level one day, but I really appreciate you being on this channel. It's been amazing. <laughs> and I hope the audience that gets to see this um, comes and, and subscribes to your channel and actually pays attention to what you're saying because you offer a lot and you can tell you've put in the work and you deserve where you are now. And I feel like a big reason why I wanted to interview, not just because of the impact you made on my life, but I like to show people in these interviews that if you hustle and you put in that work, there's, and you're doing the right thing, there's no reason that the universe is not going to reward you somehow and put you in a place that you never would have expected. Um, so I really, 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would love to second that as well. Um, if there is anybody watching this, um, and uh, thank you so much, like if there's anybody watching this and they look at me and they think, wow, you know what, I could do that. Yes, you absolutely can. Uh, remember what I said, right, that North Node in Gemini, learn the skills that you need, deepen the skills that you have, study your tushy off so that you know your craft inside out and you will do, you can do anything but grow from that. And I'll tell you, gosh, um, I started my channel whilst working a full-time job um, and it, you know, and I remember thinking to myself, like one day, one day, one day, and I just kept on, kept on, kept on. And then about two, two and a half years down the line, 
I just said, you know what, it really is now or never. If you're going to do it, you've got to jump. And I did. And funnily enough, that was at a, a lunar eclipse in Aquarius. So <laughs> it was like, it was a big push from the universe. But yeah, if you're watching this and you think, you know what, one day, make one day today. Uh, and I say this to a lot of people, even if it's just the cornerstone, right? I remember the day that I started my channel, my life had basically fallen apart. This was like six, seven years ago now. Um, and I literally went onto YouTube and I typed in and I was like, what's, what's my channel name going to be? Radiant Reality. And I forgot about it, right? And then when the time came and I went, I was like, oh no, it's taken. It's taken because you'd already set it up. Even if it's just the cornerstone, right? Do something small for yourself and get started now. Yes. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your channel. I appreciate it all. If you wouldn't mind just giving us one more time where we can find you, contact you. How do we um, get in touch? Please. All right. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and my website. They're all under the same name, which is Radiant Reality dot com um and radiant is spelled r-e-y-d-i-a-n-t thank you so much i really appreciate it um i'm going to book a personal reading with you so we'll we'll have another discussion because you're on my wish list <laughs> um but yeah definitely be reaching out so and to the audience thank you so much for watching uh, please go support um please ask questions because i think that's another thing people are scared to ask questions and then once they start talking to people like you and they start asking questions and getting answers tangible answers you know it, be, it opens up a whole world so thank you to my audience i really appreciate all your support and please visit me at therootwave.com Rafa, thank you so much i really appreciate you until the next time thank you so much bye Rafa. Okay.